I wish we had friends with pools, but we're not that classy. Damn it. And also it's Chicago, so I feel like the incidence of pools in general and houses is pretty rare. That's that's probably true. I was I was remarking the other day. You don't see hot tubs. No. Do you? Like, there's no hot tubs. Nobody has, like, a back patio with a hot tub in it. And I. I that's I don't a great know. idea. I mean, yeah, that's, like, the one thing that you would actually use in Chicago in the winter. Right? You can use it in the wintertime. Yeah, you can go out in when it's freezing and use a hot tub and be f- fairly pleasant. Have a fairly pleasant experience. You're right. I think that you've probably hit on a, a market. Well, I don't know. I just. I don't know why I don't see more of them. I think you should think I, about this, Matt. Like, you know, also, there's a lot of Scandinavian people here. Mm. You could do, like, a whole hot tub, cold tub, <laughs> sauna situation. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. No! No! Where but, did you think I was going with that? Somewhere perverted? I, I, I don't know. No, no. I didn't. I just didn't know. I didn't know what that had to do with hot tubs. Because, you know, but, like, you um, jump, to, like, jump in a cold pool, jump in a hot pool, get in a sauna... Oh, is that what yeah, they do? you run out in the snow into a into a hot pool. When mm. you're done with that, you're too hot. You jump into the cold pool, and you come back inside. Sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Scandinavians. Scandinavians, man. Love that hot cold uh, dynamic. I'm probably gonna have to apologize for for the <laughs> well, gross well, generalization I just there, made. There's always room. There's always room for that segment. There's always room um, for that yeah. segment. So just tell me. Eric, when I need to apologize, <laughs> I think you're all right. <laughs> you're probably you've pro- you're probably Scandinavian back back somewhere no, along the ways. Right? No, no, we're French, English, no? oh. Texan, oh. German. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. No. Sorry. Nope. All right. Well. Nope. Okay. Well, you, you. I don't think you have to apologize for that one. But um, yeah. Yeah, maybe no pools this summer. Fuck. God damn it. Dang it. Dang it. Well, whatever. Um, you could always bring a kiddie pool over to our gravel backyard and we could fill it with the hose. Okay. Okay. It might All be right. deeply unsatisfying, especially for your wife who actually likes pools. Uh, it's true. I'll put it into I'll put it in the idea folder. <laughs> yeah, put it in the idea folder. And then put that right next yeah. to our small business idea. For world, world um, like hot tub sales, Scandinavian sauna hot, hot tubs. Right, right. Okay, I will. I'll put that. Put it. Put it right in that folder there. Put a pin on it for right after we <laughs> um, also think up a horror movie and film a horror movie. Yeah, I got to do that. That that's a that's a. At this point, I think we we, we would know what we're doing. Speaking of horror movies, <laughs> Janine. Yes. <laughs> uh, the reason we do this podcast <laughs> is. Um, uh, I watched a movie last night called Carrie. Oh, so did I. Interesting. From the year 1976. <clears throat> 1976. Maybe we should launch into our podcast. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to Spooky Scary with Matt and Ginny. I'm Matt. I'm Ginny, and today we're reviewing and talking about 1976 Carrie, directed by Brian De Palma, 
from a screenplay mm-hmm. by Lawrence D. Cohen. That's right. Brian De Palma, he's the he he directed Scarface, uh, The Untouchables. Yes. Uh, the first Mission Impossible movie. Um, he's 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 a he's a dude. I, he does a lot of movies. I totally had forgotten he'd even done this movie until I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, "Really? It's a De Palma I, me movie?" Me too. I was like, "I had totally me too, forgotten." Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I same same. I didn't. I and I just listened to an interview with Brian De Palma randomly, and it must have been mentioned, but I don't I don't know. But um, yeah. How about this? This was fun. This was a. a I like this movie. Yeah. I have a, I have a, I have a bad feeling that you and I are going to agree oh, on a lot of no! things. Oh no! I know it's going to be a really boring, brutal podcast. Um, <laughs> Everybody does but, um, say they like it better when we disagree. Yeah, that's a universal assessment. Man, I don't want to create drama just to create drama. No, no need, no need. I mean, look. I, I think there's I think there's wo- worldwide consensus on this movie as it being like a good movie. Yeah, it's what a good want, movie. You know, so people can shove it. Everybody shove you know, it. It's not our fault that it's a good movie. Yeah, it's not our fault at all. No, but uh, it is a good. It is a really really good movie. Um, su- super sad and and um, you know really uh, I don't know. Sissy Spacek, man. Sissy Spacek was amazing in this. Truly. Apparently she was just, not the first choice for the actress for this. Yeah, I, ju- I just read that. Um, and uh, that that's interesting because she's perfect. Oh, she's so perfect for this. Like, she's got the youth. She's got the right look. She's oh yeah, so meek and timid. Right, right. But there and there's and there's something there's something like beautiful about her at the same time. Um, and super, and just so sad. Uh, man, this is the first, uh, film adaptation of a Stephen King book. I wondered, he got paid like $2,500 for it or something, right? Oh, really? I don't, I didn't read that, but that, that would, that would check out. Oh man. I mean, this was his first novel, so I guess it would make sense that it's his first movie as well. I didn't know it was his first novel. Yeah, this is his first, the first one that got published, yeah. He actually does a really good job with ladies in this. He does. He does do a good job with ladies. Yeah. I think that's fairly true in general. And, and Not being a lady myself, <laughs> I, think, uh, he, I think he writes women characters quite well. I mean, you got your, you know, you got Dolores Claiborne, like that's one of his... Uh, Gerald's Game, which is a, a movie on on Netflix, Still haven't is seen that. Yeah. all. I I actually haven't either. Um, it's it's one of my favorites too. I should I really want to watch it. Um, but um, yeah, he writes. I think he writes women characters quite quite well. Yeah, um, these are all female characters. Yeah, in this movie, it's 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 a it's a female fest. Um, but uh, well, maybe maybe we should talk about it. Um, th- do you want to kick us off? I there, it looks like. Looks like two paragraphs, but it's just one small one and then a real paragraph. Do you want to just lump all of that together? Let me together? lump it all together. Okay. All right, get us started here. Carrie White is a shy 16-year-old girl who lives with her fanatically religious and abusive mother, Margaret. Mm. Carrie is unpopular at school and is often ostracized by her peers. Carrie was somebody yeah. who we all knew in high school. Man, absolutely. Absolutely. This, she was just so relatable 
and, and yeah. I felt bad throughout this whole movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like we all knew a Carrie, like somebody who was really quiet and just kind of a weirdo and didn't have any friends and it was an easy target you know yes you you i probably you you probably hated them just because they were you know different uh different and a meek and uh sort of um closeted and 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 home homebody anyway yeah exactly super relatable sorry carrie and everyone who is Mm. like carrie not that yes. Matt and I were bullies. I don't think either one of us were bullies, but... I was not. I was not. But I didn't go out of my way to stand up... No, me neither. ...to bullies. I just tried to tread water. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. regrets. Regrets. We've had a few. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie experiences her first menstrual period as she showers with her female classmates after gym class. There are lots of 70s boobs Oh my right gosh, out the gate. yes. You know that's going to come into play when it's how do you convince your spouse to watch this. <laughs> and he's not going to appreciate it, but... No, he's not. But he, he, he would appreciate the boobs. Full frontal. There's a ton of full frontal nudity. Oh, yeah. Lots of... Uh, yeah, it was... It was the 70s. Ladies didn't... Yeah, it was the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so unaware of what's happening to her, Carrie panics. She desperately pleads for help, believing herself to be bleeding to death. Uh, these other girls, led by the arrogant, popular, and beautiful Chris Harginson, who frequently bullies Carrie, pelts Carrie with tampons, laughing and chanting, plug it up, plug it up. Which is so sad. Yeah, it's so sad right off the bat because you know what's going on, you know what's happening to her, but she doesn't. And it and she's a teenager. She's like, whatever, she's 16? She's 16. Yeah, 16. And oh God. all the other girls know what's happening to her immediately. And yeah, instead yeah. of helping her, like yeah. they're just throwing a bunch of tampons at her and yelling at her. Right. Ugh. So a light bulb mysteriously breaks as Carrie reaches the height of her panic. Gym teacher, Miss Collins breaks up the commotion, consoles Carrie and tells her what menstruation is. After she slaps her. After she slaps her. Yeah. There's Ooh. one of my Freddies. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> well, like, there's a, two, two of my Freddies are related to, like, this scene. Okay, okay, great, great. Yeah, the, the opening scene is, is very memorable, I think, in this movie. Oh, yeah. It starts off real strong. Yeah, yes, it does. Um, and the, the um, well, I'll, I'll get to this comment later. Okay, later, as the principal dismisses Carrie from school, he keeps calling her Cassie. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> Carrie becomes frustrated at both uh, the cigarette smoke emanating from an ashtray and at the Principal Morton, okay, repeating, repeatedly referring her to the name uh, Cassie. She causes the ashtray to flip from his desk and shatter. And then on Carrie's way home, a young boy teases her and she makes him fall off his bicycle with just one look. Oh, yeah. So her power is revealed quite early in this movie which is an interest which is interesting yes I didn't really remember that it's also introduced and then sort of tucked away underneath the rest of the movie you know obviously until the end but yeah she doesn't seem scared of her power no she doesn't have like that just, reluctant the you know like the reluctant hero like oh I don't have this power mm-hmm. it's just a figment of my imagination right. No, she's right. using it. 
she's she's using it and she's trying to learn about it and yeah i mean it, it it's a it's it's a secret that she can keep that gives her some power who because uh, she is otherwise completely powerless yeah so yeah that's true it's interesting as you find out in the next scene <laughs> right yeah uh so at home carrie is abused by margaret her mother, who uses fake Bible quotes to rant about menstruation being the result of sinful thoughts. Ugh. And Eve being weak. Yeah, this part, yeah. this scene, you're just like, alright, this mom is totally batshit crazy. Oh, she's nuts. She's nuts. Played by the actress Piper Laurie. Um, she, uh, she's, she's, she's like an old school actress from the 50s and 60s. She did the Hustler with Paul Newman. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She she's like a she was like by the time she did this movie, she was a well established Hollywood actress lady. So Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, she she was apparently pretty famous. Interesting. She's very good in this. She yeah, she she she's great. Seems a tad young, but then again that's also kinda of believable. Yeah. That she would have had Carrie at a young age, so because she did. Because she did. Anyway. Yeah. I assumed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Carrie is dragged and locked in a small, specially decorated prayer closet and forced to pray for forgiveness. Oh, it's so creepy. It's so creepy in there. and she, it's, like, it's like a pantry. It's a pantry. But they've converted it into a prayer closet. With a creepy, light-up-eyed Jesus. Mm-hmm. No. No thanks. Jesus on a crucifix with all the arrows in him. Right. Light up eyes. Ugh. I understand why yep. she hates that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the fact that it's child abuse. But yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. When she is allowed to go to her room, Carrie gazes into her reflection, causing the mirror to shatter. Shocked, Carrie begins to assume she may have some kind of supernatural power. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she gets out of the closet and she's like, "Thanks, thank you, mother." It's like, "Oh, poor thing." I know. Yeah, Carrie's classmate Sue, who is played by Amy Irving, another actress of note here, um, feels guilty for participating in the locker room antics. So she arranges for her boyfriend, the handsome and popular Tommy, to invite Carrie to the upcoming prom. Carrie is reluctant to accept, but is encouraged to do so by Miss Collins. Chris furiously throws a tantrum and just defiantly. Okay, so Chris is this uh, is the spoiled rotten bully, blonde, blonde B B word. Uh, she throws a tantrum and defiantly skips her detention for tormenting Carrie because the whole class has been sent to detention for doing what they did, resulting in her getting slapped in the face by Miss Collins. Swearing vengeance, Chris recruits her delinquent boyfriend Billy. Uh, an actor of note named John Travolta, to play a prank on Carrie. They slaughter pigs from a nearby farm and place a bucket of pig's blood above the stage at the school's gymnasium. Margaret discovers Carrie's prom plans and attempts to abuse her again. Having researched her telekinesis, Carrie asserts her power and stands up to her mother. Margaret responds by accusing Carrie of being a satanic witch. Okay, so a lot, a lot, lot, lot happened happening. in that paragraph. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, so Tommy the, is is a 
nice guy, and I don't mean that in the in the sort of canceled shitty term that we say nowadays. He's actually seems like a pretty nice fellow, and you know, wants to go to the senior prom with his girlfriend, but she insists that he take Carrie and show her a nice time to to sort of make up for for what has happened, at least to herself, which is you know. Right or wrong, it's at least a, a gesture yeah. that I think um, a, a, a high school student would make and assume is is good. It's 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 you kind of are like hmm, but she's trying. She's trying here, and Chris and Billy are just the worst. Chris and Billy are the worst. They're also like an abusive couple right. to each other. Like right. he's physically abusive, she's verbally yeah. abusive. Yeah. It's funny, I remember watching this movie. I don't I don't remember what age I was. I was I think I was fairly young cuz this movie did freak me out when I was a kid and now watching it now I I'm like, I don't know. But um I think I remember watching this movie cuz when it got to the Billy and Chris stuff in the car and they're like saying fuck you to each other yeah. and he's like slapping her and she's she's like Oh, she's she just wants to be slapped more for some or something. Yes. I remember my mother like pausing the movie and being like, "Never treat a woman this way." Yeah. I was like, oh, no, no problem here, but but it is. This movie's full of, full of, um, full of, all of the classic, abusive tropes. Um. You know. Oh yeah. By, yeah. From from parents and from boyfriends and from society it's just full of all the all the abuse you could want <laughs> the scariest part of this movie sorry for ruining my hot take is like no, no. high school <laughs> oh yeah yeah all right well good we'll, we'll talk more about that then yeah because I, I believe you're right so yeah so carrie's like fuck you mom i'm going to prom and she like kind of pushes her mom onto the bed with her telekinesis um, that was pretty cool and yeah that was pretty cool she's like i'm going and I'll be home. I'll be home early. <laughs> yeah, she stands up for herself though. She puts on makeup. Yeah. She obviously has not been allowed oh, yeah. to wear. Like, she's wearing mm. this beautiful dress that she made herself. Yeah, she made it herself. Uh, there is this weird slapstick comedy scene that happens when she's like getting the fabric to buy her dress, and then Tommy and his buddies go. Oh right, what was that? That was so weird. I don't know. It's like got some weird fast motion, almost slapstick going on. It was super, super weird. Odd choice, Brian De Palma, but you know. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he makes a good movie. He does make a good movie, and you know, I can forgive a, a weird moment. It's it's also charming and fine. So. Yes, agreed. But anyway, she's going to the prom. Okay, she's going to the prom. So at the prom, Carrie finds acceptance amongst her peers, and she cares, shares a kiss with Tommy. I don't did he kiss her cheek or something? They straight up kiss. What? There's that scene I don't where they're that. where they're yeah where they're dancing and they're kind of twirling around and she's like, "Why did you ask me?" And he's like, "Cause I wanted to." And you know, she's like, N- "But why? Why would you want to?" And and he told he's her all just those being nice really things. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, and then and then he kisses her. He kisses her on the lips. So. Oh, that's so sweet. It was sweet, and I I was like, is he is he actually becoming attracted to her? Does it matter? And, and, and I, I kind of left with like, doesn't matter, doesn't matter whether or not he's attracted to her. He's 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 being a perfect gentleman. No wrong with no nothing wrong with kissing your date on the dance floor. I say. Yeah, I mean she's <laughs> having a great time. He's having a great time. Right. Everyone's 
Yeah. Having fun, even though people are trying to laugh at her. But at the same time, right. like, his friends are protecting but not, her. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but like not right now. Like, it seems like everyone's kind of in on letting Carrie just have a lovely evening with her. Well, well, m- some people. Some people some are. People. Yeah. Uh, so then what they're doing behind the scenes is Chris's friend Norma rigs the election. I think we recognize Norma. Was Norma in one of the Halloweens? Oh, that's a that's a anyway. That's a good question. Anyway, and then another character Maybe. in this movie is also from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She's a secretary in Ferris Bueller. Oh. <laughs> anyway, the one who keeps pulling pencils out of her hair. Uh, sure, I believe. Okay. You. Anyway, so Chris's friend Norma, who we think we know, rigs the election, and Carrie is crowned prom queen with Tommy. However, Carrie's joy is cut short when Chris pulls a rope to dump the pig's blood on her. Right. Oh. So now she's covered in pig's blood. She's covered in pig's blood. So, um, by the way, Sue tried to stop this. Sue saw that Chris was underneath the stage. She tried to stop it. The gym teacher dragged her out because she thought she was trying to disrupt Carrie and Tommy's big moment. Right, right. That was a bad And she... And like, but she like throws her out of the gym, which is important because she's the only person to make it out of the gym. <laughs> yep. So she got thrown out of the gym, and then she uh, does she watch? No, I think she just leaves. Yeah, she just leaves. Yep. Okay. So then Chris and Billy. Okay, so they dump the pig's blood on her. Chris and Billy, the two villains, escape through a back door. The bucket falls on Tommy's head, knocking him unconscious. So now, like, mm-hmm. the people who would have been able to talk Carrie down off the ledge are... Tommy's now unconscious. So, all right. Yeah. The audience is left shocked and speechless. But Carrie hallucinates that everyone in the gymnasium is laughing at her, even Miss Collins. So in reality, I think it's only, like, Norma who's laughing at her, but Carrie thinks that everyone is laughing at her, just like her mom said. They're all gonna yeah. laugh at you. Right, right. Yeah, so then now you have this strange montage of <laughs> the mother repeating that, which was famously parodied by uh, Adam Sandler, I believe, in one of his comedy albums. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Okay. But, yeah, so now here we go. Enraged, Carrie goes into a silent, psychotic breakdown, which causes her to unleash telekinetic fury upon the crowd. The doors slam shut, a high-pressure water hose assaults many people, including Norma, who is knocked unconscious. The principal is electrocuted. Miss Collins is crushed to death. That was brutal. That was brutal. Carrie's English teacher, Mr. Fromm, is electrocuted so badly that his body erupts in flames, setting the rest of the gym on fire. So she just, like, killed all the people. As the Inferno rages, the enraged and entranced Carrie calmly walks out and locks the remaining students inside, sealing their fates. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jacked up, man. Uh, later, Chris and Billy, Oof. who witnessed the entire episode, they attempt to run over Carrie with a car. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, that's completely insane. Well, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. why... You know, all of a sudden, these two 16-year-olds are like, we're going to actually murder Carrie. <laughs> we're going to commit straight murder. Straight murder. Well, so they don't manage to do it, because Carrie causes their car to flip and explode and kills them both in a burst of flames. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, Billy, John Travolta's drunk at this point, and I, I would imagine that they have seen Carrie exit the building that has been presently caught on fire, um, and at that point, either she caused the fire and killed everyone inside, or she's the only witness to the crime that happened, so I can see the, the, the logic in wanting to kill Carrie at this point doesn't work out for them. It doesn't work out for them. <laughs> they should have known it was going to go like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think they know I don't think they know that Carrie has this sort of telekinesis and I would bet that most of the people that died in the gym probably don't have that sense either. They were just probably dying confused and horrible deaths. So anyway, <laughs> when Carrie <laughs> When Carrie reaches home, Margaret, her mother, reveals that Carrie is the result of a rape committed Ugh. by her drunken father and that Margaret enjoyed the experience. Ooh, yikes. Margaret says stories. that sin... Ooh, yeah, yeah. Margaret says that sin never dies. As she comforts Carrie, Margaret stabs her in the back and then chases her around insanely with a knife. In self-defense... Carrie causes knives and sharp kitchen utensils to fly through the air and crucify Margaret. Overcome with anguish over her actions, Carrie loses control of her, parents, of her powers and incinerates the house while she and her mother are inside. Which wouldn't be hard to do because there's literally hundreds, hundreds of, candles of candles all over Everywhere. the place. Yes, so it wouldn't have been hard to start a house fire there. She really killed but, the shit out of her mom. She killed the shit out of her mom, and she, she, but the the house also gets like consumed by the earth. <laughs> I thought the ending was kind of like I actually looked it up yesterday. I was like, so uh -huh. what? Because I also could have interpreted that as like God's judgment on Carrie being like, no, that's, really, you are Satan. That's where my mind went. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Not. What, what did you What did you read? What did you well, read? Well, they did just said like she just like this like she lost control of her powers and the house started falling on themselves. You know, like, she, okay. she did it herself. And I was like, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that okay. was interesting, too. But I, I know, I was curious, yeah. too. I was like, that could be a couple different ways you interpret it. But apparently, yeah, we yeah, yeah we're, we read too much into it. Interesting, because it's this weird sci-fi spectacle that happens at yeah. the end. Where, like, you know, kind of the earth swallows up the house, and it just, it falls into the earth. And I was like, that's a... That's a fucked up house fire. I right say, there. Yeah, I it seems pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think you can read into that as some sort of some sort of spiritual thing going on. Perhaps I don't know. I don't know, but it also probably makes more sense that Carrie does it to herself. Yeah, Carrie does it to herself, presumably. Right. Yeah. So weeks later, Sue, the only survivor of the prom massacre, has a nightmare in which she lays flowers on the remains of Carrie's home. A for sale sign has been vandalized with the phrase, Carrie White burns in hell. Mm. Suddenly, Carrie's bloody arm reaches up from beneath the rubble and grabs Sue's forearm. Sue mm. wakes up screaming as her mother comforts her. It's an all-time jump scare. It's an all-time jump scare. It is classic jump scare at the very end of the movie. Right. Right. It's almost a, it's almost a joke, but it's if it weren't so damn scary... It doesn't scare me now, but as a as a kid, not knowing that was coming. Yes. Holy Christ. Sissy, holy Christ. You're not the only one. So Sissy Spacek apparently snuck into movie theaters in New York 
when the movie uh-huh. came out just to watch the last five minutes. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so you're not... I, I remember the first time I watched it, it scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's scary. It's a bloody hand comes up through the ground. Apparently, that's really Sissy Spacek's arm. She insisted on doing the stunt herself, so they actually had to bury her. Ooh. They built like a... Yeah, they built like a box for her, so she is essentially in a coffin <laughs> with just a little hole. Yeah, so she can put her hand up. I also thought this was interesting. I read that they filmed the whole that whole scene to give it like a dreamlike quality. They filmed it in reverse. Really? Yeah. So it, the scene that they filmed actually like starts with her hand probably out, oh. <laughs> and then it goes back in, and then she, the lady uh, Sue. Amy Irving's character walks backwards, I, I would assume. I mean, that, that's effective. I, that technique, I think, has been used a lot, actually. Um, Interesting. I think I think Scorsese's used that once or twice. It's a, to film a scene going backwards to give it, like, a really weird-looking... I mean, it is weird-looking. It looking is weird-looking. see somebody walk backwards, so... Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, now, do you remember the ending of the book, which apparently was different? Never read the book. Oh, neither have I. What, do you know the ending of the book? I looked at because I was looking up this ending. So apparently mm-hmm. in the ending of, oh, or an alternate ending. I can't, I can't remember if it was the ending of the book or the alternate ending. But apparently okay. um, Carrie dies in Sue's arms. Oh. And she's about to, I think probably the lead up is like she's about to kill Sue, who she assumes is in on it. But then Carrie mm. uses her psychic powers to realize Sue is completely innocent, and she dies mm. in Sue's arms. Interesting. Okay. But I kind of like this one better. I like this one better. It's 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 uh it's gnarly. It's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. And that you know Sue's still haunted from beyond the grave for her good deed that she tried to do that did not work out well. Oh uh, yeah, it didn't didn't. The road to hell is paved with good exactly. intentions. Exactly. That's what I take away from this. Yep. All right. Well, uh, there's a lot more. I'm I'm in, I'm interested to dive into your hot take here. So maybe let's take a quick break. Um, everybody, you you know, wash your hands because our our break is like 20 seconds. Yes. <laughs> wash your hands. Also, um, apparently, this Paul's favorite line from our podcast is there one. Let's take a break, right? Oh, I think it might be. So shout out shout to out, Paul. Shout out Paul. <laughs> that's that's our that's our boy right Don't there. Don't understand why that's your favorite. <laughs> favorite thing from the podcast hey you know to each his own (laughs) all right all right we'll be right back and we're back we're back um Ginny, I think this movie was made for a hot take. Made so, for a hot take. Let's let's hear it. Well, I think my hot take might not be that original because I think that Brian De Palma kind of agreed with me here. <laughs> okay, well, um, I would I would hope, I hope so. I think so. I think that's how he set it up. I mean, so in this movie, yes, does Carrie kill an entire high school gymnasium full of kids? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. But I would argue she's not the villain. She's not really the enemy. No. Like, the people in this film are freaking awful. Yes. Like, there's the her mom, who's abusive. 
There is the gym teacher who admitted that she also wanted to slap Carrie when Carrie was screaming. Well, she did. Yeah. Well, she was also just like, I can't handle Carrie either. Right. I don't like her either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, that's really sad. Um, the principal yeah. can't even remember her name. Mm-hmm. Her English teacher ridicules her. He like right. makes fun of her in front of the entire class. Yeah. So people are really the worst. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty justified in killing mm-hmm. everybody. You know, like everybody was a shit to her. Yes. Except for Tommy. But he was even mm-hmm. basically forced into taking her to the prom. Mm-hmm. Like by giving, he was given the silent treatment by his girlfriend until he finally agreed. Right. So I would say, you know what? My hot take is that everybody pretty much deserved it. Mm. Got to agree, like Carrie, you know, you kind of lost it at the end, but you didn't have much of a choice. Mm-hmm. Your mom was coming after you with a knife. You got to kill oh, her. That, that, that is for sure. So, yeah, I'd say the real enemy, the real villain is high school. And the people in that, that high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, certainly that's what the movie wants you to think. Now, objectively, stepping back, if you were like, okay... Um, girl kills everyone in her high school because she has a bad home life and she was bullied. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, this is, I'm not condoning that behavior in any way, shape, or form. Of course not. No, I'm just saying for this hot take, like, mm-hmm. yeah, for a horror movie, she's yeah. not really the villain. Yeah. Kind of innocent no. bystander. A little bit, a little bit. Certainly, she, she is powerless until she wields the most power yes yeah yeah i mean i high school is the worst i i wrote this down one of the things i i recall uh, that bothered me the most about the bullying i didn't stop or i didn't stand up to or anything was that it seemed to be often reinforced by the teachers yes you know the outcast kid would get it from the students, and then in the cl- in the middle of class, they would get it from the teacher too. Yeah, you're right. And I I I remember that bothering the shit out of me as a kid. But like like everyone in high school, and I I would I would I guess teachers too because teachers are, you know. There's a power game there between power teachers and students, too. They got to buddy up to the students a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they had to have some sort if, of common ground. Right. You got to find common ground with these kids. And if and if it's, you know, this little sheep over here gets sacrificed to the wolves for the greater good, that's what's going to happen. And I think that's what ends up happening a lot. And, you know, little, little me not wanting to ruffle any feathers and just kind of by like I wasn't gonna say anything about that because yeah, then it, then then it all comes a, to me. Yeah, exactly. Then you're correcting a teacher's behavior, and then you've got the kids and the teacher who are mad at you. Right, right. So there's there's just constant power dynamic struggles in high school. Lots of um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Compromising of values. I think in high school, um, high school is can be the worst. It can be the worst. What middle school is pretty bad too. Well, middle school is, is the worst. I actually had a pretty decent high school experience, but I was, I was pretty, 
pretty involved kid and always doing plays. Um, yeah. I loved, I loved prom. I was the prom king my senior year. Get out of here, Matt. Mm, that's true. That's Stop true. Stop it. You're Tommy. Mm-mm. I was Tommy. You're totally Tommy. Yeah. I had no Tommy, idea. Tommy, big time ring guy. Stop it! He was not a big saw, time ring guy. He he was he, early in the movie. He had like some turquoise rings on when he was like in at, at running track. He had like rings. No, big time ring guy. Ew. Also, like, how do how did dudes get that hair? I don't know. You, I assume he has a perm. Something must. I, I, that hair was amazing. His hair was just like it was a huge blonde. A, Adonis. Yes. You know beautiful man god hair but like roger daltrey from the who had that hair yes. like rod stewart had that hair all they all all the 70s guys had that hair yeah it was a total thing you sound <sighs> jealous right now it? i am a little jealous you totally want to have like a huge 70s like blonde afro don't you yes great i can we can we I can confess. do this we can do. We can get you no, a perm. No, no, I'm not. No, no, I don't. No, I want it to be natural, and that's not going to happen. Oh so. yeah, no. Unless you got curly hair, I think you're out of luck. Yeah. Anyway, so not to defend outcasts who go kill up their whole student body. Yes. But there is something to be said for bullying. Bullying being is wrong. A problem. And. I think I think the the generation that's that's ha- that's going on right now is a lot more attuned to it than we were. Yeah, you I know? think so too. I think that the bullying has is. yeah, bullying has become a a bad thing, where it it used to be just sort of the deal. Yeah, I mean, high school, so. yeah, exactly. I was thinking that as I watched this movie, I was like, I think if this happened now, I like to think there would be a stronger response from teachers and principals. I, about. I like to think there would. I yeah. can't say for sure, but the, some of the, the teachers I know personally who are teaching now are yes. very attuned to this sort of behavior. Yes, you are right. Like I, I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, our high school experience is one thing, but I feel like all of our friends who are teachers, like none of them would allow this to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. Okay, well, enough about high school, the glory days. It all sucked. Um. It didn't, and not for me. I had a good time. Well, you were prom king. Uh, <laughs> I was prom king, um, among other things. Um, all right, Freddy's. Let's do some Freddy's, Freddy's here. Uh, give me, give me one of your Freddy's, Jenny. Oh, how am I gonna? Okay, funnest locker room. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever been in a locker room. You have, obviously, everyone has. But at the uh, this yeah. ladies' locker room. Everyone's like mm-hmm. joking and laughing and they're running around naked and they're just yeah. having so much fun and they're like tickling each other. That's how it happened, right? No, and that's what we, I think all men assume that's what goes on in girls' locker rooms. First off, <laughs> running is an impracticality because you're going to slip and fall and break your face. Mm-hmm, Second mm-hmm. off, like no one wants to sit around and like tell jokes to their friends when everybody's naked. Like that's pretty awkward. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the eyes up rule, eyes up at all times. Mm-hmm. So no one's really playing while naked in the locker room. I'm sorry to tell you this, Matt. I'm sure this ruins many things that you think about in terms this of is ladies' locker. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. It's just not yeah. like that. 
That's a bummer. It's all business. Yeah, dudes, dudes' locker rooms were were all business as well. Um, I saw one fight once, but that was you know that was you know quickly quickly. Di- Here's a question, Jenny. Did you have to take showers in high school? We did. So you did well. So I mean, Texas, and we did some outdoor stuff. So I remember there being showers. I don't know if we had. Oh, they might have told everyone they had to. Oh, I don't remember mm. exactly. I know there was the option to take showers. I don't remember if they were enforced. Okay. Were they enforced we for you guys? No, no, I don't. I don't remember showers happening. Um, at all and at least this, the school i went to now it, it that was not true for some high schools in the area but we did not have showers that i we may have had them but they they were never never used i know i'm trying to think of like a time that i might have used the showers in gym class but that was such a long time ago and i was so grateful i i couldn't i i, I was very nervous to be a naked i still am i i don't like being naked in well, yeah. like fucking LA fitness gym. I, I don't like it. I, I, I get uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a vulnerable time. Um, you're vulnerable. Like your bits are out. Right. And I just feel judged. And I, I know probably no one cares, but I feel weirdly judged. The only people who like to be naked are the people who generally should not be naked. You know, <laughs> That's like true. old, That's true, the I, old men, olds, the yep. olds love to be naked. The olds love it, uh, and maybe it's a generation thing. Maybe I'll maybe I'll carry my naked shame well into my senior years, but or maybe you just yeah. don't care at that point. I think Fuck. they just don't care, and they're like, "Who that cares?" Sounds, that sounds that sounds miserable. But I still feel like even when there are like naked old ladies in the gym locker room now, like they're not carrying on conversation with their friends. Right. Yeah, they're naked okay, and they're yeah. getting clothed. Right. Right. I right. don't think you're overly shy by not wanting you know by finding the locker room a weird place because it is a weird place yeah it is a weird place i i just remember being so relieved when i got to high school that there was no we didn't have to do a carry (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know um all right what's yours what's Um, your first one my first freddy i just wrote down the most 70s movie this is the most (laughs) 70s movie look you got John Travolta, 70s. You 70s. got 70s, 70s boobs. You got that yes. sort of like s- soft, soapy light. It's kind of dim. Yes. You can't tell what, what, why it looks the way it does, but it just looks like the 70s. Um, you know, you got your 70s decor. Oh, uh, because, of, yes, because it was filmed <laughs> in the 70s. Yes. Right. Yeah, correct. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then the hair, the, the majestic oh, the hair. dude hair. The outfits, the, on, the short on, shorts on guys. Oh, yeah, super short shorts. And, like, the hair on top and on the bottom, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, like, no, that, I know. Girls' locker room, like. Yes, letting it that, all grow. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thing of the recent times. So, yeah, most 70s movie is just the most 70s movie. Oh, totally agree. 100% agree with you. Great. Yours might feed your into one? my second one. I would say right. maybe on the most 70s note, I don't know exactly what the 70s were like because I was not alive at that point, but sure. most physical violence to children. Oh, yeah, there's, good point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot. Like, so the gym teacher slaps Carrie. The gym yes. teacher slaps uh, Chris. Yes. Her mom physically abuses her. 
Big time. Travolta slaps his girlfriend. Chris. Yeah. So I'm just sort of like, there is a lot of like physical violence towards children, especially from a teacher. I'm like, that right. is not legal. That's like not okay. And they were giving them cancer by smoking in school. Yeah, and they're smoking in the, <laughs> yeah, the principal is smoking in his office. Right. And right. in school so in general. Yeah. Secondary abuse. I would just say I was just surprised at the level of violence towards children. There was a lot of lot of violence towards children, a lot of abuse in this, for sure, for sure. What's your What's your next um, one? My second one, I got. Uh, we kind of called this out earlier. Uh, Most evil Jesus. Yeah, the, the, Jesus with the light that, of eyes. Oh my God, the Jesus. They've got a, a crucifix uh, and Jesus on on a cross, kind of sculpture thing, in the prayer closet, and Ew. it just don't look right. It just don't look right. He's a creep. It's got that sort of a uncanny valley thing going on where he's got these light up eyes and it's like why are his eyes on fire what's going on he just looks awful yeah most evil jesus most evil jesus totally agree yeah um just to tie it out do you have three you only have two right i i I can do one more if you got one more but mine can be quick i was gonna say worst couple (laughs) you know chris and john travolta (laughs) yeah they were awful they were awful. Like, they were a terrible couple. Clearly kind of hate each other, love each other, mostly hate each other. She manipulates yeah. him. He's dope. It's just John Travolta's first movie. John Travolta's first movie. You can kind of tell, because yeah. he's pretty... He's kind of bad. He's pretty bad in it. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah, he's also a monster. He's also yeah. a terrible person. He's also playing a terrible person. Right. He's playing a terrible person. His scenes are kind of cartoonishly dumb anyway. Yes. You know, like when you meet him, he's driving a car while drinking a beer and, you know, whatever. It's just kind of... Everything that happens with John Travolta is bad. It's true. Battlefield Earth is one example. Anyway. Oh, boy. Big time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, To round it out, I'll I'll just just shout out. We'll give a... We'll give a... We'll award a Freddy to Sissy Spacek. Yes. She was just born to... Born to play this role. Oh, she's no one, so good in it. No one has been better cast in any role ever. Oh, yeah. And then apparently, did you read that she alienated herself from the rest of the crew? I didn't read that. Yeah, she told him at the beginning of filming. She was like, you guys are all great. I really like you. Like, I can't wait to party at the after party. But, you know, to really fully get in character, I'm going to need to like completely alienate myself and isolate myself from you guys for the entirety of filming. Nice. I mean, way to way to say that up front and not just be a dick on set. Yeah, I was, I thought that was really happens. interesting. Yeah, that is that is great. Good for her. Way to go! I totally agree. Sissy Spacex, where's that? Yeah, yeah, best best actress of all time. Okay, um, all right. Let's do our review roundup, Jenny. Uh, scary or not? How many hockey masks would you give this movie? I'm gonna say three. Cool. I'd say three, especially if you're around high school or you remember high school. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I think three's fair. Yeah. Are we going to agree yeah. on this, Matt? Well, I was going to give it 2.5. Oh. I just don't, I don't find it terribly scary, scary. But it's not unscary. I mean, it is a horror movie, and it is scary. If, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't rattle my bones last night, but some images... I'm gonna stick with 2.5. I'm, I was gonna bump it. Let's I'm gonna stick do with it. 2.5. Stick with 2.5. I respect your choice. Just to disagree. 
Um, all right, we're getting a little literal here. Buckets of blood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How bloody or gory? It's our first movie that features a bucket of blood. You're right. I'd say three. Because mm-hmm. the blood at the beginning, period blood, yeah. and then the pig yeah. blood at the end where she walks around in blood for a good portion yeah. of that movie. Yeah. What about you? I'm actually going to bump that one up a little bit for me. I'm going to give it 3.5, literally because there's a giant bucket of blood that happens. <laughs> um, and then the violence that ensues in the in the chaos and, like, just to sort of, if you just consider what happened in that gym, like, it's massively disturbing. And yes. you watch, like, people get electrocuted and Miss Collins, who you otherwise have liked through this whole movie, gets crushed and, like, right in half. Um just that the, the sort of water hose that just massacres some of these children. So I'm going to go 3.5. I think it's pretty bloody. Okay. All right. I'm not mad about that. Cool. Now, good or bad, dead Ooh, virgins. let's see if we agree. I'm thinking four. Yeah, four. I got four for this. Right? Like, it's a pretty good one. It's a very good movie. Oh, my gosh. Look at us. We agree. Damn it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're prom a queen. or prom king. Shitty so. podcast. I <laughs> As prom queen king, fuck. As prom king, <laughs> I declare. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we agree. It's a good movie. Really good movie. Above average, I would say. Yes. Agreed. I totally agree. All right. How would you convince Eric to enjoy those oh, 70s boobs with Eric, you? Eric, Eric, Eric. Well, first off, this is my sister's name, Carrie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I'm always surprised that, like, she never got teased. I'm assuming she never got teased for... Anyway. Mm. Anyway, maybe they were scared to tease her after they saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just going to say, so maybe he'd watch it, just, like, shout out to my older sister. <laughs> okay. She was really scary in high school, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the only other selling point I could come up with, I mean, he did not like high school... He okay. wasn't, like, massively unpopular. He was just, like, an alternative kid in high school, so he'd agree that high school is the worst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, 70s, full frontal. Not that, full he's frontal. In, not that he's in that into, like, 70s boobs or anything else. It's also, like, um, illegal. <laughs> like, all, all these women are presumably under 18. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Matt. Now that makes it creepy. Now that can't even be a selling point. Well, I, you yeah, know, I, I, I have 18. to assume the a- actors are, yeah, are are over eighteen. They're just playing sixteen and seventeen year olds. Yes. Yeah, they were. They were not. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be super yeah. creepy and illegal. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't do that. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! The cat just stepped on my keyboard. And are we still recording? Yes, we are. Great. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Dick. Um. Yeah. This is so for for me. This is a movie I I do think Katie would enjoy. Yes. I asked her if she wanted to watch it with me, but she was falling asleep. Um. I think she's a little apprehensive, but I think I think this this is a movie and a story full of characters and um, storytelling that actually Katie would quite enjoy. I think Katie uh, would actually enjoy it. And then she gets her comeuppance. She, yeah. And she, she's, she's, she's made uh, at times much, cause I love Stephen King and she's been like, cause Katie is a, is a book nerd. She loves books. Um, I say that lovingly and with all respect yes. and, and uh, <laughs> um, 
So, uh, she, she's mentioned before wanting to read a Stephen King book because she knows how much I like Stephen King. And I think this, I having not read this book, it's one I want to read, but I've been thinking about getting her this book so that she could read it. And um, I bet I think she it's a great idea. It. Yeah, it opens with periods. Yeah. It opens yeah, with periods. I think that she would be on board with that. And she'd be on yeah. board with, like, the witch witchy vibe. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big time. And she'd probably identify yeah. with the. Not that her family was super religious, but just growing mm-hmm. up around people who were super, super religious. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I could do it. You I gotta think ease I could yourself. To watch this movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. So we come to our final segment here, Ginny, uh, where we also watched dot dot dot, dot because dot. what else can you do right now but watch stuff on TV? Watch movies. Watch movies. What have you watched? And give me a quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, so I watched Farewell, The Farewell, which is an Aquafina movie where okay. they uh, they travel back to China to be with their grandma, who apparently only has like a couple weeks to live. But oh yeah, yes, the tra- yeah, yeah okay. the tradition is not to tell them if they're dying. Mm. So it was okay. good. I really liked it. It was sweet. Okay. Good. What about you, Matt? I finished. Uh, Watchmen, the HBO series. Oh, the HBO Watchmen. series. Re- oh, yeah. I thought you meant the movie. I was like, how did it take you that long no. to watch that movie? Okay. No, no. I saw the movie went right when it came out. Hated it. And um, watched the miniseries. Loved it. I wondered. I so is it really good? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's excellent. Is it intense to watch? Will it take a lot of mental energy from a time when I do not have mental energy? It I, I hate to say it. It kind of does. Okay. Um, it, um, it does. It, it's a bit baffling at times. It pays off, I think. Um, sorry if you hear weird noises. My power just flicked on and off for some reason. Uh-oh. But we're still Probably we're still Carrie. Rolling. Oh, God, Carrie, no. <laughs> um, but um, I highly recommend it. It's, it's, um, it's a lot, it has a lot to do with race and racism has a lot to say. It's also tonally it's so it's not it's it's a sequel to the graphic novel, right? It doesn't it's not a um it's not a adaptation of the graphic novel, but it is a uh, sort of continuation of uh, that universe and it's a whole new story with some of the same characters, some new characters. Um but it I loved it. Thought it was fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. Maybe yeah, I should watch it. it. I highly recommend it. It's very, very, very good. It's only like nine episodes, so it's crushable. Wow. Okay. All right. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thumbs up. So, is that it? That's it. That's everything I've got. All right. Great. Well, I think that was a successful podcast. Unfortunately, we agreed. Better luck next time. Um. (laughs) Better luck next time, guys. Uh, We'll try and choose a really controversial movie. That way we can disagree on it. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, well, um, until then... Everybody be nice to each other. Jesus wept. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fox Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein